Hi guys, welcome back to We're Gonna Need Wine. It's your host, Kaylin. And today I actually have a special guest. Yay! We're here with Allison Ebb, and I'll let her like introduce herself. Oh my gosh, what a freaking honor. I am so so excited. This is so different for me. I'm used to like viewing myself and seeing myself record. <laughs> but I'm so so happy to be a guest today. And once you hear these topics, you guys. Yeah, today's gonna be a really good episode. It's a good episode. I'm excited. Allison was like, well, you can pick the topics. And I was like, oh my God, I usually do it on the fly. But I actually did plan today like some really good topics that I think you guys are really going to enjoy and that we can like really just like dive into. So this episode is going to call Not Your Average Church Girl. So like me and Allison are both like into our faith, like into spirituality. Like Allison has started a Bible study group here in New York and it also has like other... Um, groups like in Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, where else is that? And more to come. Yes. So if you guys are interested in that, you should definitely go check out their Instagram. I'll let you drop that oh, Instagram tag. The Instagram for Blogger Bible Study is just at Blogger Bible Study. And then there you can see, you know, all of our content and you can also DM us. If you want to start a Blogger Bible Study in your city, we can do that for you because we know tons of people or in your country. I'm not even limiting it to cities. So, yeah, that is the tea. Yeah, and you don't have to be a blogger to be oh, a part of the yeah, Bible keyword, study. Keyword, keyword, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer there. Disclaimer. You yeah. all know I don't blog. No, I just yeah. podcast. I'm so. not a blogger. <laughs> like I used to do a blog in college, but um I don't know. I Wait, feel really? like yeah. I feel like Is I mean, it like a fashion blog? Yeah. Okay. I feel like blogs, I don't know, I don't get into blogs as more. Okay, as see, I was about to say, I don't read them, yeah. so when I tried to make a blog, it was yeah. kind of like... I feel bad, because I'm like, yeah, I don't really read blogs anymore. I, it's more like Instagram is like our new yeah, blogging, because you can post all your pictures and share all your content and link everything. Like, Instagram's low-key become the new, like, YouTube, too, right. like, with IGTV, yeah, 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 like, yeah. a lot of people post I've them. heard, like, IGTV is about to be, like, the new thing, so I was like, let me step my game up. I'm about to say this. But, <laughs> yes, so you don't have to be a blogger um you know just a loving heart honestly I wanted to say a creative but even if you're not creative I mean we have girls that who are in the medical field who come you know but they still have like a loving heart for people so just a willing loving heart that's all you need that's it yes okay so we are going to jump into the first topic we have here so um we're going to talk about like myths about like church and faith because I feel like People like really like when people like talk about spirituality, but then like when it comes to like talking about like church, like it's all of a sudden like people get like super defensive. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like me personally, I've encountered people that just really feel like church is not a safe haven for them. Like they feel like they go to church and they get like um judged. Yeah, like judged. Like you know, sometimes and this has happened to me. Like people in church are not always friendly, which I think is like baffling because it's like your <laughs> Christians are supposed to be good people and it's like if I'm coming to church and you're like you know being mean and this that yeah. and third, like I feel like that's just like totally counterproductive yeah. but yeah so that's that like I mean I just feel like personally like I felt like um my original church home was like very old mm-hmm. 
and the word didn't like really speak to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, okay, so guys. So today? I went to Allison's <laughs> church today, guys. And Allison's church is not your average church, no. okay? Which it's is why like, we're not your average church girls, okay? Amen. It was outside at Bryant Park. And y'all, I'm not even gonna lie. It was super interesting. Like, because I I'm, felt like you were kind of like, I come not from, like, in a bad way, but I felt like you were like, what is this? No, okay. <laughs> it wasn't in a bad way, but I really yeah. was like, okay, like, this is really different. I was like, I've never been to a church like this. Like, I come from a very traditional Baptist church background. Like, my family, I told you my grandmother yeah. is a, um, a Sunday school teacher. My um grandmother's brother is a pastor. My uncle's a pastor. Like oh, wow. so, yeah. So we are like very big church people in my family. Um, we have churches. Like my family has multiple churches, and I come from like a very like traditional like Baptist church background, and that is truthfully what I'm comfortable with, the most comfortable with. So when I came to Allison's church, I love the people. Oh my god, the people were amazing. Like I feel like that's when I really like get into it. It's like when you meet the people, and the people yeah, are actually sure. like an embodiment of the church. That to me is like the best. So like, it was different, guys. Because first of all, it was outside, and you know your girl be hot. So I was like, yeah, it's not always outside, <laughs> but we just have like a special service. Yeah, they have like doing. the summer services are like in the park, which are really cool. So I think that's good because you can like reach people that yeah, are. Yeah, like, do you see people like? Yeah, people up? just come up to the service and like start listening. Like it's really cool because you know when you're in a church, I mean nobody's just rolling past the church and like, oh, let me stop in. See right. Come on. Like, that was like my. When I came here and I wanted to find a church, I was mm. like, I'm not just going to, like, church hop and, like, go yeah. into random churches by myself. Like, Yeah, I feel like not... going to churches by yourself is, like, so intimidating. Right. Because like, you just don't know. And then they're going to be yeah. like, who is this girl? And, you know, some <laughs> churches, like, I don't know, like, you know, the church background you come from. But, like, Baptist churches, yo, they aggressive. Like, they take that whole visitor thing, like, very serious. Like, everybody's in your face. And, you know, they want you to sign up for this and that. And, like, right. I don't know how other people like to experience, like, trying new places. But I kind of like to go low-key and fly, like, under the radar. Because right. it's, like, if I don't, if I'm not feeling it, I don't want everybody in my face. And then I'm feeling like I have to, like, you know. You know, put on a front. Put on a front. Like, I yeah. really was feeling it. And I'm really not. So, like. They're going to get your phone number. Yeah, they're going to get your phone number, like- your email. And they're, like, soliciting you. Like, when will you be back? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. So I'm I just, not interested, but... Yeah, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't really know how other people feel about that. But, like, for me, it makes me, like, very uncomfortable. And it kind of takes away that whole personal aspect. Because it's, like, your faith is, like, your relationship with God. Just mm-hmm. you and him. It's, yes. not, it's not really it's not about church, anybody else. Yeah. It's not the church. It's not the other people. It's really about you. So I feel like if you're not comfortable in the setting, then that relationship is going to be hindered at some point. Because you go to church... To hear the word of God from somebody that he's anointed to speak words for him. Because we obviously don't see and speak to God directly. So, you know, it's just like, for me, that's like a big thing. So I feel like a lot of people are like, really like deterred from church. Because they feel like it's not a place of comfort for them. Which to me is really sad. Because I feel like church should be a comfort place. Like so, so, so sad to me. But like my church background, like you, you know, grew up in a church. I did grow up going to a very traditional church, like very old, Mm -hmm. very old school, very traditional. Um, like my aunts are, you know, older. And so that's, everyone was like super old. I mean, obviously people had kids and whatever, Mm -hmm. but literally like you read from the Bible. Hallelujah. Like literally (laughs) that's what it is. Like it was not, it was very like up and down, you Mm -hmm. know, you stand up, you sing, you sit down. Like it was, super traditional 
And I wouldn't say I was, I never had a, I never had a bad church experience. So for Mm -hmm. me, I can't relate on that level because there are so many people who had bad church experiences where I never had a bad experience. I just knew that that place was not meant for me. Yeah. Like like I was made for something more like upbeat and like fun. So I never had a bad experience growing up, but I just lost interest. So I never really went much in high school or college while I was home. And then I would go a few times with, like, my older sister because she went to a really cool church. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never had a bad experience. So, for me, it makes me so sad when people are like, yeah, church isn't for me. Like, I was judged or, you know, I wore something and someone said something to me. Yeah, like, oh, my God, that used to be, like, a big thing at my, like, home church. Like, Like you have to wear, like, skirts or... Not even, like, you you know, it's just... Like, I've heard people tell me, like, literally, they would get, like not cussed out, I don't want to say cussed out, that's me being dramatic, but, (laughs) like, they would get, like, you know, judged, or, you know, looked at funny if they wore pants, I'm like, for wearing pants? Like, it's just pants. Not for pants, for us, like, I mean, I wore pants to church, no big deal, but, um, it was just, like, everybody came in, like, Sunday best, like, every week, like, That was like the highlight of the week, like coming to church you come and seeing and like you the show fashion. Out it's on like Sundays. it's like God's fashion show. Like everybody God's is dressed up. Week. Everybody's dressed up for God, and it's Sunday's like Sunday's best. Baby. Some people are like, "Oh my gosh, they're like so over the top with the office," and you're just like, "You I really the word, got okay? this dressed for church." And That's then you're going to go home. And you're going home. <laughs> you're going home, and you're immediately changing. Like it's literally so funny to me, but. I don't know. I've never had, like, a bad church experience. I just know that certain churches aren't for me. Like, personally, I feel like I need a little more traditional aspect, but I need a younger aspect. Like, I need kind of, like, a meshing of both. Like, right. So, like, I really liked your church. It was very young and upbeat, but I need, like, a little more traditional aspect of it. Like, that to me is just, that's just how I like it. Like, I know when I was in Kent, um, I went to, um, oh, my gosh, what is the name of that church? No, I'm blinking. Okay, whatever. Regardless. Was it the one, like, was it on the corner? Was it in Kent? It was in, like, Stowe. Oh, never mind. It was, like, a lot of people went there, though. They used to have a bus that used to go there. I just, oh, like, I can't cute. remember the name of it to save my life right now. I don't know why. But the whole point was, they were, like, a, like the pastor and his wife were, like, younger. Like, they were, like, maybe, like early 30s like so they were younger the congregation was like a mix of young and old more young than old but it was like traditional but still like upbeat and fun and I felt like for me the main thing is I have to feel that connection with the word like I feel like if I'm listening to you preach and I don't feel moved for me that's like a red flag because it's like maybe this just might not be the fit for me like not saying that you know whoever is preaching is just not a good preacher it's just I didn't personally connect so that for me is kind of like a sign that maybe I should go try some place that maybe talks about you know like the word in a different aspect or like approaches the word in a different aspect because every church approaches the word like very differently and like for me like I know that I cannot ring read from the King's James version of the Bible. Oh like, yeah, I can't either. I'm like, I feel so bad. I'm like, guys, I'm yeah, sorry, dumb like, it down for me. I literally, <laughs> I read the New International Version of the Bible now. Or the like, English Standard Version is I've really never good. Used that word. It's good. It's like what is I'm that? Like, what yours is? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I use it on my phone too. It's like, it's like basic. You know, like they say it as I would hear it. That's you what I'm saying. I mean? I'm like that. Yeah. So that kind of sounds like it. It sounds like when they're like an IV. So. the like I can't. I'm like, what are you talking? About? <laughs> I know. Like, and I think that's like another thing. Like, I know that um, a lot of people want to like get into like 
the word and like having their own personal like Bible study with their like, I don't understand it when I read it. I feel like finding a version, first of all, be careful with the versions you use because some of the versions are like very like, where is this coming from? Like, no, some versions are just not, I wouldn't ever read them personally. I do like New King's James Version or the English Standard Version or whatever. What's the one you just said? I use NIV, the New yes. International yeah, Version because that's the one I, so I started getting into like really like diving into my faith, like I want to say like sophomore year of college. And I was um, reading, not reading, I was listening to sermons on YouTube because I had been to like a couple churches in Kent. I really wasn't feeling them. Um, I had ended up going to a church that I really like. The church, I cannot think of the name right now. I don't know why. I bet you as soon as, we, as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to remember the name You'll of the like, church. Oh. <laughs> I'll be like, oh wait, that was it. But um, yeah, I hadn't found like a place that I really felt like was going to be like my church home. So I was watching, like I love Stephen Furtick. Um, I love Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um... What is his name? Todd. What is Todd's last name? I'm just blanking today. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what's going it's on. It's one of those days. But it's yeah, so those are like, and then TD Jakes, obviously, I love him. So those are like the four people I would like listen to because they had like online versions of their, ser their um, sermons and their services. So I was like listening to them. And when they're reading the scripture, I'm like, this is not how it sounds in my book. I'm like, this sounds so much more like straight to the point how yeah. I listen to words I'm like okay how so yeah like how I learned so I'm like okay I had to like really like I was really researching I'm like okay what version do they use because that's clearly the version I have to read because when I read the bible I get confused and yeah same and then especially because they're listing so many names so with the story yeah. and all the names you're just like okay um, yeah you're like um I already don't understand now you're throwing like 500 characters at me in one right. story it's just a lot so it's just like I feel like it's definitely like your time with God that's the most important thing definitely. so you figuring out your relationship with God is the root of it but I feel like finding a church home is how you get there like for me personally like before I started this journey I wasn't spending time with God like I should, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but as I found the church home, I found where I belong. I found the people I want to be around. It motivates you to want to be better. It motivates you to want to grow closer to God, you know, because these people are so on fire. You see all these people on fire around you and you're like, oh my gosh, they're running. Like I'm they're slacking. Hot. Like I need to, yeah, I need I need to, to be on the same level. And that's what they always say like about me. They're like, you literally came in and you just went running. Whereas usually it takes people like years mm -hmm. to be where you are. But I just like saw everyone and I was like, I want this too. Like just because I, I don't know, I immediately felt at home. It was like literally everything I wanted. I was just like, check, 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 check. Um, And I mean, obviously right now it's super like not traditional because we are in a park. But you mm -hmm. know, when we're if you were to go to like the Queen's Church, like it's way more traditional. Yeah, that's why I think I'm gonna go check that. Yeah, out like it's, it's like I need to see the worship part the other is side. like you know super upbeat and fun, but then the word is like. <laughs> and I like that it wasn't like super long. Like yeah. I hate when I'm in church for like seven Six hours. hours. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, we get it. It's the Sabbath day, but like seriously, like I do have other things to do than listen to you talk for five hours. Yeah, like, I feel like that's where people, you know, get turned away. Yeah, they're like, too. you know, and then I'm, I'm in not church go all day. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do anything else. Yeah, like, it's so literally yeah, church. I'm just not home. even gonna go because yeah. So yeah, it's definitely. I feel like it's just. I always tell people because people always come to me asking like how did I find my faith or reconnect with my mm -hmm. faith? And I'm like, it's all about your time, like when it's right for you, because that's obviously God's time too. But, you know, for me, like I just knew 
which now that I say this and I think back, like God would have taken me how I am, what I did, whatever. But in college, I just felt like I wasn't in the right mindset for it all. And then when I came out here and started working and just like being growing, I was like, okay, I need to like grow my relationship with Christ. So I don't know. I feel like it's just all about where you feel it's like bloom where you're planted like where you feel you're supposed to be just bloom there blossom there like hopping around you know seeing what is out there is like okay but if you're not really growing or blooming where you're planted you're not like you're you're not going to grow you're mm-hmm. just going to be bopping around and being stuck almost like in the same like little plateau because you're not like stopping and blossoming mm-hmm. so I don't know. I feel like it's all about where you feel is your fit. And then from there, you'll know too. Like, because I have this conversation with so many people where they're just like, you're at church literally every single day. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, first off, it's not like church every single day. You know, it's a different type of activity going on. And I think that's what another thing people like don't get. Like, Yes, you go to church on Sunday, but you also should be doing Bible study. Yeah. Whether that's in a group or personally. It shouldn't just, like, I think that's, like, like, a big thing. Like, people are, like, you know, I think that's another reason why people have such an issue with Christians. Because it's kind of, like, you say one thing and then you do another. You say you live this lifestyle of Christ, but you only practice that one day out of the week it shouldn't be just one day out of the week right. it should be every day of your life you should be that taking you live time like out this. of your day every single day every multiple day. times a day if that to pray like I pray all day I feel like especially if I'm at my desk I'm just like constantly praying like mm-hmm. I'll just like start talking to God and you know at night I'm always praying but it's so important to to like read the word even though it's like not always you know what you want to be doing it's so crazy what what he'll place like you'll open the bible and just be like okay this is what i'm gonna read today and it's just what you need and you're like oh my god i needed to hear this so bad like (laughs) it's so crazy but it's so god (laughs) like that's exactly what he was he knew what he was doing when he had you flip that book open like he made it he made that happen so you know the word is so important and you know find use your little bible app you don't even have to get a bible these days even though i like to i'm about to say i (laughs) cannot get with the bible app like i love it for the verse of the day and then, like, when we do, like, blogger Bible study, just because it's easy, easy, I don't have to lug my Bible. Even right. though my Bible, it's not that big, honestly. It's, like... Yeah, yours is, like, a good size. Yeah, it's, like, a good size. Yeah, no, mine isn't... It's, like... And it's big writing, yeah. guys. Like, I noticed the that. The print is huge. I'm I blind. I when you pulled it out today. I was like, dang. <laughs> is that fun? I was hoping that you weren't staring at the font. I'm like, the font is huge. Like, it's funny because when I bought this Bible um, this past year... Because, like I said, so I was listening to sermons online because I really couldn't find, like, a place, like, I wanted to go. But I really, like, I get into listening to the series. Like, I love when people, like, do series mm-hmm. of sermons. Yeah, that's cool. So I was um listening to, wow, and now I'm, like, just really, hold on, guys. I got to pull this out because if I don't remember this man's name, I'm going to, like, go and say. Oh, such a cute little Yeah, okay, yeah, I got this from the Kent bookstore oh cute it was like was it ten million dollars no it was actually like seven or something crazy it was not bookstore is always trying to play people with those prices they're always so expensive yeah so guys i keep like a notebook of the sermons and stuff i listen to and i like write down like i do that too with my little notebook here yeah i like write down like the verses in the book of the bible then i write down like key points and then i go back and i highlight the points that i felt like were super like important for me personally but um he started a series like the first um the first sermon I listened to from him was about um it was a sermon for a youth conference 
And um, I know for me personally, I felt like in my youth, I didn't really understand the importance of church in your, like being grounded in your faith. Like I know for me, like yeah, I just felt like it was it. like, it was definitely like, it felt it more so, like a chore and a burden. Yeah, like I had me, I to go like, to church. I will Sunday. do that when I'm older, when I have kids and a family, like I don't need to be doing that now. I can live my life now. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I definitely didn't like understand the importance, the importance of church and church families and like the whole, like it's consistency. Like I know this has been like my word for the year is consistency. Like, I feel like a lot of people have great potential, but they're not consistent with things. Like, we mm -hmm. all have the potential to be great. We have the potential to be phenomenal, we but power. we aren't consistent right. and disciplined. And I feel like people don't understand. You have to be disciplined in your faith. Like That's so crazy you say that because last week I literally typed out in my notes and I was going to write it in my journal. Like, this week is my discipline week. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, definitely more disciplined than I am. Like, I'm getting, I'm trying to get to the level that you're at because you, I feel like, are, like, I don't know. You're, like, kind of, like, the step above me. Like, oh my gosh. I'm working towards what you're working, like, you're doing now. And you're clearly working towards something higher. And right. I feel like that's really important with the people you it's, have around it you. It really is. Like, you have to have like, people that are ex not, like, I hate when people say goals. But, like, you have to have examples. people that are aspirational yeah. examples for you. Like, like not, I see, like... Chrissy and you know Chinoza yeah. and all of them like they're all around me and I'm like wow like they're so inspirational I want to be like that and that's literally how I feel about you yeah. so it's like you have to have there's levels <laughs> there's levels to everything you know <laughs> there's levels to everything so you know you really have to like have people around you that are like you know the next level above you and then you also have to have people that are on the same level as you so you have people to grow with like right so yeah so like oh and then okay so now we're gonna talk about oh what's next we're talking about consistency so Let's we got club on saturday church on sunday oh this is a good one <laughs> so like we said we are not your average church girls okay like i know allison is way better at this than me at like going out and then waking up to go to church on sunday like i feel like for me man oh my i'd be knocked out like waking up early i always wake up there's never been a day I haven't woke up. Since I started going to this church, there's never been a Sunday I've missed. That's God. Because literally. Clearly, he's I'll telling wake me up. I, need I mean, to I'll be late, but I'll get there. <laughs> Better late than never. never. Literally. But I think this is so, like, this is when I saw this topic, I was like, ooh, this is good. Because people, you know, especially for me, if you knew me in college, <laughs> um, <laughs> or even in high school, I was wild, you know, like, I was, I was known as the partier. You know, I, I started drinking when I was, like, 15, and I, I was hanging out with, like, I was a freshman hanging out with seniors. Like, oh, my god! Literally, I was that girl. Same. So, Same. And then in college, you know, I just lived it up. We were just having a good time in college, whatever. And then, you know, so the people who know me as that, and then they see, like, where I am now, and pretty much just seeing me on social media because I'm not even around those people really that much anymore except for, you know, the few of my friends that live here and mm -hmm. that know me personally. But, like... The crazy good thing about God is that we don't have to be perfect and you don't have to change who you are or what you do for him to love you. You don't have to come like completely clean to church like you as you grow, you learn. So for me personally, like as I've grown throughout my faith, I realize I don't feel right coming to church hungover, you know? Yeah. It just like, isn't it's just a good, not, that's it's not, not really my jam. That's not it. Like, so because I want to be at church on Sunday, I choose not to go out on Saturday. Mm -hmm. But that was something I discovered on 
myself. Mm -hmm. Never once was anyone in the church ever like, you can't go out. We see your story. <laughs> You're at the club. How like, dare you no come to one, church? No one ever, ever, ever said anything to me. And that's why I have so much respect for my church as well, too. Like, they don't expect you to, like, change your whole lifestyle. You can live your life. But, you know, as you grow, that's you personally that you will figure out, like, oh, this isn't right for me. Like, cursing. I don't really curse anymore. Like, I'll say, you know, like, something will slip here and there. But, like, I used to curse like a sailor. The F word was the Your best friend. Best friend. Your best okay? Friend. She was the first and the last word to come out of my mouth. And, I mean, I don't say that ever really anymore. It might slip, you know, if I hit my toe or something. But, like... Not nearly like I should, but it was never like someone in the church or someone I know being like, girl, oh, you know, yeah, it was just me. Like that didn't feel right for me to be leading in ministry and, you know, having a bi bi multiple Bible studies and being so involved with the church. Like that was just me on my own figuring that mm -hmm. out. So like, it's such a beautiful thing. And then going along with like the club and church, whatever, like my church believes that like there are like club evangelists, like people who are made to go in the club to save people, like not necessarily being like throwing holy water at I was them, gonna say, but no. just like, you know, talking to them, you know, and loving them. Mm -hmm. There might be a girl crying in the bathroom. And if you have that loving heart of Jesus, you can go up to them and be like, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? Whereas if you don't have that heart, you're just going to walk right by her, Thanks. you know? So like for me, like if I'm in the club, like I'm aware of those kinds of things. And Nine times out of ten, I end up inviting people to vlogger Bible study mm -hmm. in the club. Like, it doesn't make <laughs> sense, but I'm, like, in the club, and I'm, like, How oh, my gosh. How did you guys meet? Whoa, Yeah. Or, like, I'll be in the bathroom. Like, this has happened to me so many times where I'll be in the bathroom just talking to a girl, and I'll be, like, oh, what do you do? Oh, you know, fashion, da-da-da, whatever. Oh, my gosh, I do a vlogger Bible study. You should come. Oh, my gosh, I would love to come. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of club evangelist. Mm -hmm. That way of saving people, not being like, let me save these people, bring them to church. You know, like yeah. literally just being aware and like loving them. So I feel like that is kind of me. Like I'm still crazy as in a way of like goofy and like dumb. Like I literally act so dumb still, but I'm still me. Like people always think if you like you accept faith or you want to go to church or be a Christian, you have to change who you are. No. I'm, I'm literally the exact same person. There's nothing about me that's changed other than things I chose not to do as much. Like, go out And that or... goes back to that discipline I was yeah, talking about. Like, yeah. you have to have discipline and know yourself. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know themselves and they're trying to jump into things. And it's like, it never works out because you already don't know who you are and you're right. trying to add on stuff to but unknown you. being yeah. that's confusing to your own, like, mental psyche. It's like, okay, like... I'm already confused and now you're throwing this, this and that in the third and it's like, okay, like, I don't know what to do. But like, I know, like, I don't know why people think you have to be like perfect to like That's why you died on the like, cross for us. It's like really weird. Like it's baffling to me because yeah. it's like, I can go out on Saturday and go to the club and still be a Christian and come to church right. on Sunday. Like I definitely just went to brunch yesterday, but it's just like, it's all a choice. Like I knew that I was going to brunch and I was going to drink and I was like, okay, well, I have to wake up to go to church in the morning, so I need to not go out after I leave brunch. Right. I didn't. I went home and I passed out and that's where I was all night. And so, that's how you made it to church. And that's how I made it to church. I was a tad bit late, but not that No, late. you were good. You were I was going to say, we got there like the same time. Yeah. I got yeah, I was going to say, it was like- I was like 10 minutes late. Yeah, I'm like not even that late. So, I was proud of myself because the subway was playing with me. Yeah, Again, same. I already told you guys how I hate the subway. It's a love-hate relationship. It's okay. We're still on the hate. We're trying to get to the love. Like maybe when the subway you starts will. running earlier on time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's when we're going. It'll come. get there. 
it's a working important but yeah you don't have to change who you are to be a christian like i feel and i i'm literally i've i've had many church experiences so i'm not even like being like my church is the best church in the whole world but like it's a very great example of you can still be yourself and be there like you can literally wear a crop top and jean shorts to service and no one's gonna say anything to you you can come with tattoos all over your face with pink hair piercings all over everyone's just gonna love you like no one's gonna look at you funny so yeah, like how it should be. yeah you can still be who you are and go to church so you know if you enjoy going to the club but you just know your limits so that you'll be in church on sunday that's completely fine like god never said we can do that okay so yeah yeah, and there's like there's a lot of people. I don't think people realize like how many like people were like not like nobody started off as a saint. Like Mary Magdalene was a Jezebel. She was a prostitute. <laughs> Do people know that? Probably not. Do people know that? Well, Moses was a killer. Like who? Who then? Abel killed Cain or yeah, I mean, yeah. like people? They were murderers, like right, prostitutes. Like people were not like the cleanest people, but. God puts you in positions to transform you into the person you're supposed to be. And it's a testimony. Be. Yeah, like you can say, I went from this to this. Like and people are going to be like, what? How cool would it be for you to go, I went from a saint to a saint. Um, okay. Like, Sweet. <laughs> it's like when you go from like being at your lowest point to like being elevated to like a higher level. That's like, people can take that information and go, wow, I can I be that. at any point in my life I and God that. will turn it around and make it happen make it work and it's just like you know not to say that you know it's boring but like who wants to say i've always been the perfect person and now i'm like still the perfect person with god right. like, there's, I mean, no growth. Like, there's no growth there like it's just like okay cool that's fine right like, but when I, you're telling people like oh my gosh you have I to was, start off this yeah, way to I end this way like so broke and then god gave me ten thousand jobs and now i'm a millionaire like that's what people want to hear because they're like, wow, you have a God that can do that for you? I know. It's like, wow, you can fail how many times and still end up on top? Right. Like, that's amazing. So, you can start from the bottom and you can get to the top. And like it's Drake just said, beautiful. Started, started from, from the, the bottom, bottom now, now we're here. here. Yes. And it's just beautiful because we have his grace. We have his mercy. We have his forgiveness every single day. Like, every single day you can choose to be born again. As long as you're realizing it and you're learning from it, you know? Because I'm not perfect. I literally, like, make make the same mistake over and over and over again. Literally. And there's been so many times where I'm just praying and I'm like, God, I know you're so sick of me. I know you're so sick of me talking about this because this is the tenth time I've done this. God is up there like, okay, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still love you. So it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, so then you were, like, talking about um, how you'll be, like, out in a social setting. And then you'll, like, you know, introduce the fact that you have like a Bible study group that you um, co-founded and, you know, like invite them. And like, for me, I know that like, like a big thing for me is creating spaces, especially for women to feel like they can say anything and it's okay to feel a certain way with no judgment. Because I know that growing up, a lot of things aren't talked about in the black community just for the sake that that's just not what we do. Like, you know, it's like that whole thing. And it's just like, people go through depression people you know they go through these different things in their life and they need people that they can talk to about it because it's not healthy to keep that stuff bottled up yeah and like you know i definitely appreciate people that create spaces and opportunities for women specifically because let's be honest men get everything 
women have to fight for everything. It's right. Like, it's such a struggle. So, yeah. like, I really definitely appreciate people that, like, create spaces for women. So, like, I know I already just heard this story today. But, like, if you want to tell the people how that, like, came about. Well, like, the Bible study? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, we can tell the people. <laughs> so, um, my lovely friend Chrissy, who is, she is the one who invited me to church to begin with and I just ran into her in Soho and we were just chatting about outfits and she's a stylist I'm a fashion designer we were just talking she invited me to church long story short I fell in love and yeah it's just where I belong so you know one day after service we're just walking and talking and she's just like yeah I remember this so vividly and in Jesus name I have a great memory <laughs> but um I remember her just being like yeah, like, um, I've had this idea in my head that God has just placed in my heart for years now. And I've just like never, you know, went about it. She was like, I want to have like a blogger Bible study where like bloggers can come together, they can meet up, um, and, you know, collaborate, and then we can have a Bible study and it can just be like a good, positive, empowering, um, environment for women and I'm like wow that's actually amazing like I love that and I'm like yeah you should I'm like you should do different locations every week or whenever you do it so that like the content changes up and it gives people a reason to come because obviously bloggers they want content so you're getting like a double whammy because you're getting content and you're getting Jesus and you know for you know non-believers or people who are just skeptical they can come knowing, okay, well, I'm going to at least get pictures taken. Yeah. And then you can, like, share the word with them. And then, you know, in Jesus' name, it'll touch their hearts. And they'll become a believer. And, you know, their faith will grow. And they'll just blossom. So uh, she was just like, yeah, that's actually a beautiful idea. Want to help me? And I'm like. <laughs> um, like you come to the table with all these suggestions. You uh, might as well help. Right. I'm like, I mean, sure, I guess. And I just remember, like, like this was literally maybe a month in. So maybe four oh, wow. services that I've been to. And I was just like, I mean, sure, yeah. And she's like, okay, so yeah, we can start next week. And I remember me being like, uh, <laughs> sis, I'm not ready yet. I need a few more months. Oh there, buddy. Yeah. You're moving a little fast. And then I remember her being like, yeah, and we can take turns. You know how excited Chrissy gets. She's like, mm -hmm. yeah, oh my gosh, we can take turns. And like one week you can teach and the next week I can teach. And I'm like, sis, I just <laughs> started. Your yeah. I'm like, I just started coming to church. I am not teaching I a Bible study. I am not qualified yeah. to be teaching I'm Bible like, study. I can't teach a Bible study. Are you kidding me? Because at that point, like, you know, I hadn't really changed much, which not saying you have to change much, but I just truly didn't feel ready. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, sure, okay. And I'm like, I'm not leading a Bible study. She's wildin'. So, you know, but that's the beautiful thing, though. It's always God's time. It's not yours. Like, to me, I'm like, I need, like, a year before I start doing stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, in my head, that's what I thought. Like, I need a year before I start, like, leading a Bible study or inviting people to church. Like, I need to, like, know that this is my place before mm -hmm. I start inviting people, you know. And it was so crazy because within – we started Blogger Bible Study – that next weekend and I posted about it and so many people from Ohio from home because I you know I have Kent people Cleveland people Columbus mm -hmm. people I'm from like Cincinnati Day and so I have those people and they were just like oh my gosh like this is so cool like I wish we could join and I'm like oh my gosh like I can do like Ohio Bible study mm -hmm. so then I started an Ohio Bible study I'm leading it I'm like what the heck I would just whatever we talked about and blogger Bible study, I would just do the same lesson so that, like, I heard Chrissy, she was pouring into me, and so then I could pour into them. And then it got to the point, you know, me and Chrissy are 
teaching back and forth and then I started a Pittsburgh Bible study because I had Pittsburgh girls who wanted to do one too and that's kind of how like the blogger Bible study started in both those places because I was doing lessons with them and then we were just like why don't we just make it into a blogger Bible study they can all meet up and it's a beautiful thing so yeah that's that's how it started but it's just so crazy because what you think is your time for something or you're not ready for something like if God, if that's what you're called to do, God will make it happen. Even if you feel like you're not ready for it. Like I thought in no way, shape or form I could lead a Bible study or even get in front of people and talk. Yeah. And I do it like every single week now. It's crazy. But it's so God. <laughs> I think that's really cool because like I know a lot of people try to like wait for the right time. And like I know I said this earlier, like there is never going to be a right time to start anything. Right. You just have to... Go start like you just have to go for it like um i was telling him how my friend shy was kind of like so like what happened to the podcast and i was like i just didn't feel like it was like good for me like i know like i do this podcast and i share topics and you know i'm so grateful for you guys like you guys give me great feedback like you tell me what you think about the episodes like allison is like religiously texting me about like what she thinks about the episode and i like love that because it's just like <laughs> I'd like texting her while I'm listening. She's like, oh my God, I needed to hear this. I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Thank you for I listening. love podcasts. Like podcasts for me are the best thing ever when you're at work. They're like better than TV. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it's like TV without the video. See, like <laughs> podcasts for me, I love on the train because I get sick of my music. Yeah. And or if you're in a car and you're sick of your music, I'm listening to the same stuff every single day. Or like at work, like I listen to podcasts all day at work because mm -hmm. I'm like usually working to myself. I'm gonna start doing that because like so when smart. I'm doing like my reports and stuff, like I just you, have yeah. Like, I mean, I sit by myself, so like and there's so many me. different podcasts about some yes. things. Like mine is about everything, just because I don't want to limit my scope of what I talk about to like certain things. Like I feel like I should be able to discuss any and everything on my yes. podcast. But there are podcasts for like specific things. Like I know um. A lady that owns the hair care brand by L Organic, she like just started a podcast, but hers is really about like business. And then like I listened to this podcast called Call Her Daddy. Wait, I've listened to them too. <laughs> They're funny. They're hilarious, but okay, listen, it's that inappropriate, is not, but it's funny. Yeah, that is not. You like, should not be listening. To not kid friendly. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, I wouldn't don't listen, listen to, to it. In don't front listen of your if parents. you're around people. Like it's literally like some three in the morning, and I have nothing else to do, and I listen. Yeah, to Yeah, no, they're just really funny. They're really funny, but like like I said, they're very unfiltered, and they literally talk about everything. So it's just like. But, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, my God, you really... I like, just need a good laugh. You really went there. Or I need to not feel bad about myself for what I did last night. So let me listen to what they're talking about. No, I have um, a weird obsession with true crime. I love true crime. Oh, my God. You I'm sound one like of my those. cousin. She, like, loves I'm one those, of those, like, true crime yes. podcasts. I watch Law & Order SVU, like, religiously. So, like, <sighs> initially, one would think that I would probably be into those. I haven't listened to one yet. Oh, though, I'll so. send you a list. <laughs> See, because there's, like, My Favorite Murder, like, they're funny. They're like, um, they're like a, what's it called? Call Me Daddy? Call Her Daddy. Call, call Her Daddy. Call Her Daddy of Murder. Like, oh. they're funny. Okay, yeah. Like, Send not making it funny about the murder. But it's like, they, But, like, they make it, they'll talk about the murder and then they'll, like, somehow start talking about something else and then, like, make it funny. I don't know how to explain it. But they're, like, it's like this. Casual, very casual. It's I love not, when it's casual. I don't like it when it feels like very like uptight. Right. And forced, then there's like, ones that are just talking about like a specific story. So that's mm -hmm. more like specific. We're just telling the story, you know, that kind of thing. So more serious. Well, I know that's like you, definitely like something that I thought was really cool. And like 
you never feel like you're ready for something, but like you know when you're ready when the people are gravitating towards the things yeah. you're doing. And like, they're like asking you, like, where have you been? Yeah. Where's your YouTube videos? Where's your podcast? Like I miss listening to yeah. you. Yeah, and then you're like, dang. Oh my I God. People actually to listen to this and I need to get it together because yeah. the people want this. Like The people are wanting it. Yeah, and like awesome. I know like for me personally, like I try not to like turn out content that I'm not like 100% like gung-ho about. Like I was supposed to do an episode last week, but I was like, um, some of these topics I had already like, hey, I have like a random like podcast topic list of just like random can, stuff, like, stuff that I can like pull bits and pieces from. And, like, the last episode I did, episode four, for those of you who haven't heard, go listen to it. It's very short. It is not as long as this episode. I was sad it was short. I didn't have anything no, to talk about. Fine, <laughs> I was but like, like, I was at work and I got so excited. And then I was like, I think it was like 20-something minutes. I think it's because I just spent so much time on episode no, three fine. where I was, like, explaining my But whole, see, like, I love that because you can just sit and listen. I so I'm like, like, I don't even care how, how many Yeah, like, I just didn't want to turn out something that I wasn't, like, 110% sure about, like... The short episode was cool. It was just kind of straight to the point. But, like, that's not what my podcast is about. Like, I want to, like, dive deeper. And I just didn't have anything else to talk about. So I was just, like, you know, some of, these, like, some of these topics I wanted to, like, speak with another person's point of view. Because it's great to hear me talk all day. People clearly love it. Or else they wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But it is great to get other perspectives, too. Because Absolutely. I am not God. What I say is not law. Like, I just, this is just what I think. And it's great to hear, like, other perspectives and see, like, kind of where you agree, where you disagree, like, what's your point of view versus my point of view, how you take it versus I, how I take it. And, you know, like we said, like, a lot of things we've said, like, are different, like, your views on what you want your church to be like, your church experience to be like, and what I want mine to be like, they're different, but they're both right. Like, right. they're just our personal, you know, our personal um, preferences. Yeah. I was like, what is the part I'm trying to say? Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, you know... So now we're going to divulge a little segue really into we're going to talk about our fears and aspirations. Oh, Ooh. wait, I got to put on my thinking cap. I was about to say. I'm you might need to go you, first. I'll give you a little second to think. Do Am I going to have to go first? No, I can go first. Okay. okay. I feel like if you go first, then it'll kind of. Which one should I do first? The bad ones, the fears or the aspirations? Oh, I don't like fears. Then I'll do fears first. So, I don't want to say I'm fearful of anything. <laughs> I would like to say that, but I know I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be truthful. Although, you know, I, we say give it to God. Some things, you know, it's a little hard to pass it upstairs because it's just on, like, it's just something around. Like, I know I personally am fearful of failure. I feel like that's a good one. I feel like failure is, like, the number one thing that, like, hinders me. Like, I, you know, and I used to think that nobody else could see through the bs like but i realized that that's not true like i used to put on this facade that i just wasn't fearful of anything and that's just not truthful like i'm fearful of death same yeah definitely not because i'm like scared to die it's just more like i want to make sure that i complete everything i'm supposed to complete before i pass on to the next realm just like i'm fearful of failure like i'm scared i'm terrified of failing at something because i feel like if i failed then I maybe spent too much energy on something that I wasn't supposed to be doing and I was supposed to be doing something else. See, the way I see that, though, my perspective, <laughs> if you fail, it's not like a fail. It's literally just like a lesson. So if your business fails, that's just teaching you a lesson about what you need to do better. You're, that doesn't mean that's not your character failing. Yeah. That's not you as a person failing. It, your business just didn't work out. Maybe you need to take a different 
look at things, you know, maybe that's not where you need to be having your business or whatever. So I don't see it as like a complete failure. It's just like, okay, that's a lesson. Now this is what we're going to do different, you know, where some people don't see it like that. They're like, I failed. No, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. Yeah, but it's like, no, like that literally is just, that's just a milestone. That's just a journey. It's not a failure. It's just a step in your journey. Like literally, it's just taking you to where you're going to be and you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh, because people who fail and they come back, they always come back like harder. Like I, I, if you fail and you give up, then like, what was the point? Well, since you said that, we're going to, like, move on because that kind of, like, goes with the what I was going to say. Like, trials and, like, setbacks set you up for major success. Like, so, like, I feel like a lot of people, um, I don't know if you guys ever seen, like, that picture. It's, like, a picture of somebody digging and, like, he was, like, this close to getting to the gold and he gave up. And it's just, like, you're this close to either, you know, figuring out your purpose or finding that true success or feeling fulfilled or finding the love of your life. Like, you're so close to so many things, right. but if you, you give up, up, you won't ever know. Like, there's actually, um, it's one of, it's one of the first inter- intercessory prayers in the Bible. Um, and I do not know Bible stories like this, but I always remember this one because it just like spoke so hard to me. Um, it's about like where Abram, he was like, praying and praying and praying to God and he wasn't getting his answer and he was praying and he was praying and he was just like God why are you listening to me and he prayed six times and then he gave up and God was like and the number seven is like a reoccurring Mm -hmm. number in the Bible and he's like if you would have just prayed one more time like I was about to bless you but you gave up like that's why it's so important but then again a lot of people don't see it like that Mm -hmm. they're like if I'm not getting which is kind of what we talked about a lot of yesterday they think that it's like Prayer is not, like, the recipe for instant gratification. Like, just because you ask for it once, that does not mean, like, the next day. Like, say I'm praying to be a millionaire. I'm not going to wake up the next day and just all of a sudden be the Bill Gates of the world. Like, that's not how how life or God works. Like, it it doesn't work like that. that. Like Because what I always talk about when I talk about that um, lesson or story in the Bible is that, like, God has to trust you just as much as you want to trust him. Mm -hmm. So like you want to trust that he's going to do it for you, but he wants to trust that if he does it for you, you're not going to just run with that blessing. You know, he's not going to bless you. And you're going to be like, bye guys. Exactly. Like now I'm going to bless you with a million dollars and you blow it on like a yacht and clothes. And And you're not going to glorify me. So why did I bless you? Because like, I'm looking for these people who are going, I'm going to bless them. And then they're going to shout at the mountaintops, look what God did for me, (laughs) literally. Because that's the type of people who save people and who bring people in. Because at the end of the day, I mean, especially in this city, like people are just looking for the next best thing. Yeah, the next come up. Like, how can I get the newest, the greatest? How can I do it the fastest? So if you have a formula, so if I'm like, yes, I prayed for months about this and god answered my prayer people are interested they're like hmm, sis maybe i should pray maybe for i should pray for, my maybe it was for me yeah yeah like i feel like you also have to be like in the right mindset to Amen. receive blessings because a lot of people need to get their stuff together before god can bless them with what they kind want of what i talked about that story from my friend in ohio yeah like you kind of so need beautiful. to be like in the right mindset like if you she would have got that blessing years ago she would have never it wouldn't have been the same no. like she wouldn't have felt the same she yeah. wouldn't have been so grateful like right you have to be like she would have right called space. you know she would have just been like look what i did you know like, look what i it's not you right you didn't do that right 
when I um, got like the Amazon influencer. Um, yeah, so what is that? Because I saw that, but like, what is that? It's cool. <laughs> um, so you have like an Amazon shop. Mm -hmm. So people can shop your store. So I link what I buy. So like I have these lights linked on there. Mm -hmm. um, I did like a whole video of everything I bought on there that I like love. And if you shop my link, then I can make like um, money. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to shop that, it's in my Instagram bio or whatever. But yeah, like... I, when I got that, I, I posted it on my Instagram and I was literally like, thank you, Jesus. Like, I just kept saying, thank you, Jesus, because I was going through a hard time and that was just like something I needed. I was like, first of all, I need more income. And second of all, like, what a beautiful thing. Like, thank you, Jesus. And someone literally replied and was like, give yourself some credit. Like you did the, you did work too. And I was like, yeah, but if it wasn't for him putting that like that fire that in fire me. in me and the want and the desire, the work would have never got it done. It would have never got done. So it's all him. It's not me. I'm just a vessel. So I had to like explain that to her, and I don't think she quite understood what I was saying. And you know, I'm not gonna press it on her. I didn't yeah. say anything like offensive. I was just like, yeah, girl. You know, I did it, but it was all him. Like he put that heart in me. So if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have got there. I don't even remember what she replied, but the other day I posted something else. I can't remember what, but she replied to me. It was just like, love seeing that you're doing good. Um, like God is so good. And I was just like, you know, she was kind of doubting it, you know? And I was just like, but that's all it takes is like someone just explaining that what God did for them. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't understand it right away. They like don't get she, it until it happens to them. So right. And like she didn't get it right away. But, she, you know, me just being consistent and saying, like, you know, look what God's blessing me with. And mm -hmm. then I was like, it looks like you're doing good. Like, I'm so happy for you. And she was just like, yeah, God is so good. And I was just like, oh, amen. Like, you get it. You get it. You like, get I it love now. it. <laughs> but sometimes people just don't get it. And you can't just be like, why don't you get it? You just have to love them and just be nice and understanding because I didn't always get it. Facts. So. I don't think we all. And I still don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Get it fully. Like, yeah. ever. I don't think that's, like, ever a thing. It's like, fearful of death. Failure. I'm fearful. I'm going to be, like, alone. Like, Oh, stop. No, You're I'm so serious. Alone. Like, it's not, and I'm not even meaning physically. I mean, like, mentally. I'm scared of being alone. Like, I'm scared of not having like minded people by me because. Well, you do. I mean, I do now. She does now. We didn't always have that, though. But you don't. do now. But God, look what God did. Like, Allison says, that's so God. That's so God. <laughs> it's not so good. It's so it's God. It's so God. That's what I'm getting you for your birthday. I'm getting you a shirt that says, that's so God. Please. <laughs> I will wear that every day. <laughs> I'll wear it in different variations. Obviously, he gets it in five colorways. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, those are really, like, I'm not really fearful of I'm definitely else. fearful of death. I feel like that's everybody. Yeah. Is. I feel like if you say you're not afraid of death, like. Some people are just like, eh. But, like, I'm fearful of death, like, not even so much for myself, but other people. Like, thinking like about, effect. like, my, I can't even say it because, like, I'll start crying. But my family, like, that's what I pray for every night. That's my first, when I start praying, I'm instantly starting to pray for my family just because they're all getting older. And, you know, obviously time isn't stopping for anybody. Wait, sidetrack, not meaning to cut you off. My dad got a job in Texas. Nuh-uh. So serious. So, guys, so at Blogger Bible Study. We, we prayed do, about like, that. Yeah, we do, like, kind of, like, prayer requests. We and prayed I, about that. I prayed for them to, you know, pray that my dad gets a job in Texas and that my parents are going to move down there. And, guys, my dad got a job. Amen. My birthday starts on Tuesday. I'm so Wait, excited. so they're moving. That's yes, so crazy. So, uh, 
That's so good. So good. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally, we just prayed about that, what, like a few weeks ago? Like two weeks ago. That was when you came for the first time. Mm -hmm. Look at God. She came to Blower Girl Bible Study the first time. She prayed for her father, and he got the job. Ask and you shall receive. receive. Oh, Can you worry, John? Oh, okay, listen. I've been practicing. I, can't, I don't have no voice anymore, so I don't. <laughs> I've been practicing. Wait, that's okay. way better than the last song. Do you remember? You're definitely progressing. I'm progressing. I'm proud of you. Because okay. it was a little pitiful before. I was like. <laughs> I'll literally just be like in the shower and I'm like, <laughs> you are reaching. Yeah, I'm definitely, I would say death just in general. Like, I just can't imagine. I, I feel like when people in my family, like older people are gone, like I'm like, I'm going to have to quit my job and move home. Like, I won't be able to be the same. Like, I don't know. That scares the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, I'm fearful of needles, if that counts for anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm fearful of needles. I'm literally terrified of needles. Like I pass Which out. is weird because we have tattoos, so okay, like one is, would think we aren't afraid of this needles. This is what I explain to people though, okay. So tattoos don't feel like a needle. Like I feel like tattoos feel like you're taking a pin and just being like like it doesn't feel like You don't think that's worse than just like a straight shot? Yeah, no. I'd rather have a tattoo. Yeah, we're different. Because no, I see, definitely don't feel like a it's like needle that. go in your arm. Yeah, especially those medical needles are like ten Dog. foot long, like needles, like they're huge. I pass out whenever I get a shot, like full on pass out. Now I'm scared for you. You're scared because I'm, so I'm allergic serious. to mosquitoes, and I'm scared that it's you a pass mental out thing. But like literally, yeah, I'm like terrified of needles. But there's like definitely a reason why. Like when I was younger, don't. What the heck? <laughs> when you've been friends and she hasn't realized your deformed fingers. What is going on? So when Please I was don't younger, tell me a needle. What are you going to say? I'm scared. Is it going to make me lightheaded? Oh my, I hope not. Oh my God. I'm I, the one that went through it. I don't know. I'm scared. Okay. So when I was younger, I had accidentally stuck my hand underneath the mechan like the mechanical part of the treadmill. I was like little, little. Like I think my finger stopped like right here, which is why the scars don't go up that far. But it took like all the skin off my hands and I had to get like multiple skin grafts. Like I had like, like under... Like, okay, Where so let's, like, demonstrate. Here we go. Oh, wait, wait, let me use that. Okay. So say the top of my wine glass is the bottom of the treadmill. Okay. This part. You have the mechanics, and then you have the part yes. that rolls on top. Yeah. So I stuck my hand in between the two parts. My good sis. I was a little baby, so don't judge me. How old were you? I don't know. I don't even remember this happening. That's how traumatic it was, apparently. My mind has completely blocked it from my So, memory. like, what? Like, two, three? Maybe, like, four or five. That's crazy. Yeah, so... I guess my dad was, like, on it, and I was just, like, around it and, like, stuck my hand underneath there. And, Your like, little it took, baby like, hand! It oh, took, my like, God! It took, like, all the skin off my hand. I had to get, like, multiple skin grafts. Like, I was hospitalized. Like, I'm not naturally left-handed. Fun fact. I had to learn how to write with my left hand, which is why I'm right-hand dominant. I do everything with my right hand, but right, because I had to learn how to write with my left hand because I couldn't use this hand. Um, and this is so God, this story, my testimony. Oh my so the doctor told me I was never going to be able to move my hand like ever again. Like it was just going to be there. Like I wasn't going to have like any function or mobility in my hand. But as we see. Look at her moving or whatever. We got full she's function and we don't look bad. 
Yeah, so I would have never noticed that. You know, it's not like nobody you ever this. notices it now. When I was younger, when I used you to get your hand out like that. I was like, <gasps> I used to I get you were bullied. Say, like, <gasps> a needle, like I don't know. No, I used to get like bullied for like my fingers being like this, and then like I had I don't know if you see like this scar, the scarring like on my neck. Yeah, I had a skin tag, and I had it like lazily laser removed because I used to get bullied over that in like my hand, like. People. The things children go through to be accepted. Right, that's crazy. Ridiculous. But yeah, so like, I was like afraid of needles ever since because they used to have to like stick a ton of needles in my hands for like nerve. Like, yeah, yeah. Feeling. To make sure I could like feel, um, you know, have the I didn't have nerve damage in my hand. So that's nuts. Oh my gosh. And we drink to that because that tough times. Tough times. So like, what are your aspirations? What are your aspirations? What does the the vision you have for Allison Epp, what does she look like? Oh, man. She is, I would love, like, I don't want to say I want to be famous because I don't want to, I want to be famous. <laughs> I'm going to insert that famous. in my video. Um, But definitely, like, I want to be inspirational, you know? I want to, like, inspire people, whether that's through makeup, beauty, or fashion, hopefully, I feel like it's all, all the three, above. but um, I just want to inspire people and just be like a positive place for people. You know, whatever I'm making is going to be positive. I would love to have my own like skincare. That'd be so cool. Or my own makeup branch. I, I would love, love to just have my whole brand. I would so, love to know. be the Khloe Kardashian to your Kylie because <laughs> Khloe is like the ride or die sister that supports everybody's <laughs> stuff. But like she doesn't really have much going on besides Good American. Her. Good American. That's and like show. That's it. She doesn't even. I didn't know she didn't fully own that. Like no. it's like her and somebody else that yeah, owns it. It's I like multiple that. people. That show. But yeah, that's kind of where I see myself. Just having my over an overall brand where it's just like positive, uplifting. Definitely feel it. Yeah. Speaking it into existence. Speaking it into existence. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. Yeah, I feel you. I kind of am like the same way. Like, I was telling my blogger Bible study on Saturday. I was like, I would like to be I could see the combination of like Tracy Ellis Ross, Sarah Jakes Roberts, and like Oprah. Like, if you combine all three of those yes. human beings and like metamorph a person, that's like, you. that's what I want to be. Like, so like, I'm, you know, I'm super into fashion. Like, I love Tracy Ellis Ross because her fashion is like her. super amazing. She's very like intelligent and she loves like standing up for what she believes in. She likes making opportunities for other people and creating spaces of people of color because she is mixed, but she definitely does identify with both sides of her heritage, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, she likes to create spaces that everybody can, you know, express who they are, which I think is definitely needed, especially in this climate of the society. Um, you know, Oprah, do I need to even explain why I would want to be like Oprah? I like, mean, we all want to be Oprah. I feel like we all want to be I Oprah. I kind of want to be Oprah. <laughs> you know, and then Sarah Jakes Roberts is um, T.D. Jakes Roberts' daughter. And she's just like, she's just so awesome. Like, um, I like her because, you know, pastors and preachers kind of have this, like, this whole, like, I think it's like the whole stereotype, like, that they're very, like, buttoned up and conservative and, like, you know, like, women aren't usually, you know, kind of seen in that light of, like, you know, there's not a lot of women, like, ministries out there. Like, there really aren't. Like, I know my first time ever hearing a woman preach was literally last year. Like, that's crazy. I had never heard a woman preach before. My, none of my churches had, you know, female pastors. That's crazy. Um, Obviously, we had, like, the first lady led certain things, but, like, she wasn't, like... You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that was like my first time here, and that was when I went to go visit um, 
my advisor for my sororities church and that's her pastor wow they're all it's okay the tool hides it sorry guys i just discovered a hole in my skirt <laughs> i'm very disappointed it's a really cute skirt whatever it's fine but yeah i went to go visit her church and that was the first time i ever heard like a woman preach and oh my god where is my notebook oh my god i took so many notes like upside down oh my let me just show you how many first off we we just love sarah we always listen to sarah like yeah oh this was it i took so many notes yeah, like yeah. i literally was like so like here we go sarah again we, we love sarah but yeah no i just really like i really connected with her delivery of the word it was just so special to me and you know i was just like i feel like youth ministry is kind of something that's kind of like overlooked like I feel like I've never been to a church that has like a really strong youth ministry. Like, cause I know for me being a young person sitting in church, I can't identify with the word when you're comparing it to your adult problems. I don't have those same right. issues. I can't, you know, I can't relate like to we're that. We're going through high school, middle school. We're yeah, going like I can't. And I can't, you know, not being cool and not sitting at the table. I can't, you know, um, identify table. with you know you comparing the word to like bills. And yeah, like, yeah. like I, I don't pay bills. Like I don't know how right. it feels. Like I can't relate to that. And like you know, when I heard um, once again, can't remember Todd's last name, but when I heard him his sermon for the youth conference that Stephen Frederick Church put on. I was like, I want to speak to youth because I know that for me personally, there's a lot of things I would have told my younger self, especially about spirituality, faith in God. So, you know, and I know people always, you know, I get annoyed because, you know, a lot of people say they want to be in ministry, but it's not something you just wake up and go, I want to be a minister. Like, that's not how that works. Like, you are either called to do it or you're not. And if you're not, that's perfectly fine. But like... I feel like some people are doing things that they're not called to do and it's not working for them. And that's like misleading to, you know, God's people. Like you're having somebody lead you that isn't supposed to be leading you. Right. So, you know, I definitely feel like that's something I was called to do. Like I had somebody who I actually know that worked at Kent. She also, um, her and her husband on the church. And she was like, you know, I feel like you're called to speak to people of like, you know, to God's people. Like, I feel like people gravitate towards you. They listen to what you say, especially when it comes to, you know, about like mental health, religion, like stuff like job searching, stuff of that nature. Like they, you know, they flock to you. Right. And I was like, this lady is literally crazy. I'm like, nobody listens to me like that. And then when I started the podcast, I was like, oh my God, like people actually care what I have to say. Right. Like I talk to myself all the time. So like, I'm like, I'm not like expecting people to be like, DMing like people DM me all the time like wow I listened to episode like you know we'll just say episode one like wow this is episode one like I didn't know you were going through this I go through this all the time it's good to hear somebody else you know that's experienced this and you know people just DM me all the time and you know give me words of encouragement and it's good to be somebody that people can bounce ideas off of and you genuinely give them good advice. Right. Cause I feel like a lot of people go to people for advice and it's like, you really shouldn't be That's asking. That's kind of what we were saying today, like fueling fire You fire. shouldn't like, be asking certain people about certain things. Just like you don't tell everybody your business. Certain people need to know certain things and certain people don't. And that's just how it is. Yeah. Like, so, you know, that's like kind of like how I want to, you know, aspire to be somebody that people can go to. I eventually would love to turn We're Gonna Need Wine into... A TV show, show, like a talk show. It's going to happen. Because, you know, Oprah don't really have no talk show no more. And, you know, Aww. somebody should fill the void. And, and I think it should be me. 
But, um, yeah, so, like, I think that, you know, talk shows where you can really just, like, talk about anything is something that we, like, like, I feel like when I listen to talk shows, we're talking about the same two topics, celebrities and politics. What about the real issues that everyday people deal with? Because right. I don't really care what Kim Kardashian is wearing to go to the supermarket because she doesn't even cook. Right. So, <laughs> that's nothing to do with me. Like, right. I don't really care about that. I would love to hear, you know. Who's, like, writing good books, like, 10 steps to, like, you know, help your mental psyche and, like, stuff like that is what I would love to hear on TV. Like, I don't want to hear about, you know, the latest sex craze and the latest celebrity gossip yeah. and stuff like that. Like, I get tired of hearing about that stuff right. like that. That doesn't excite me. It doesn't interest me. So, no. like, yeah, and then I also want to be, like, an entrepreneur. Like, I've always wanted to, like, have my own businesses. Like, I'm not really keen on working for somebody else. Like... But I feel like it is necessary it's to necessary. work for people first yeah. so you know how, like, I mean, business runs. Of course, for us, we're pretty much just fresh out of college. Definitely. So, like, because people will always be like, why don't you just start your own thing? I hate you when people design. say that. I'm first like, off. First off, it takes, that takes money to thousands make money. of dollars. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars if you're like, really trying. But I'm like, I would have to make everything myself. So, one, I don't have the income for that to do that. And then time, obviously. So, I mean, so if I wasn't reason. working, but in order to buy the products, I have to be working a full-time job. Yeah, like, I saw this, like, post, and it was, like, you know, somebody was, like, you have the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce. False. Beyonce has assistants, a whole team of people that manage everything for her. So, Beyonce can go yachting in Capri all 24 hours. I cannot do that. I actually right. have to work. I have to cook, clean. You know, wake up. I actually do my hair. My Which we're not up. dissing like, Beyonce. She we're not dissing hard. her. She works hard, but it's like but you our can't lives are compare different. your life to somebody else's. Like you don't have this. Yeah, Allison doesn't have the same twenty four hours that I have. We work different hours. We have different things we want to complete. Like you don't have the same time as everybody else. Everybody has different things that they want to do, and you know, I just feel like, yeah, like you know, I don't even know what I was getting at with this. Like you were talking about, we were talking about business. Oh yeah, like I just want to open my own business. Like, you have a design degree. You straight can design. out of college. Like first start off, Bill Gates didn't start off yeah. straight out of school to build a company. I've I'm never like, heard of that. If your family has money and you can do that, and that's like you. people who have money, like Kylie Jenner, they're not self-made. They have money to start off with. Right. They have connections. They start off with. If you don't have those things, those things, you have to literally start from. It's so hard right. starting from scratch. Nobody writes you a book of a playbook on how to start a successful Fortune 500 design company. Nobody does that right. because it worked for them, and it's kind of like this secret society of only the people who've made it know all the secrets for success, and everybody else is kind of figuring it out on the way there. But the irony is, the people that made it up there nine times out of ten had to figure it out on their own before they got there. Right. So. You know, you I definitely, work for people. You have yeah, to learn like people. you have to learn. Like, I feel like it's, I think the best advice I've ever gotten is start your business on somebody else's dime. So if I have a nine to five job, my discretionary income, I can save that and start my own business because technically I'm still getting paid. Like I'm not just out here with a savings and then when it runs out, it runs out and right. it's kind of like, you know, sink or swim, like this got to work because nothing else you know, nothing else is really an option. So, you know, I really just don't think that's smart advice. So I definitely say get a job and make your go business a hustle, like go from there and then grow it into your day job. Like that's how that works. And, you know, I just really want to create like jobs for people. Like I know it's really hard for a lot of people to find jobs. Like I know a lot of people that have graduated that still don't have jobs. 
not even close to finding a job. Like it's really hard. Like there's a lot of people out here that need employment. And to be honest, either there's just not enough jobs or it's just too hard. The qualifications are just too high for people My thing to really get is, them. is like companies they want you with experience, and I'm like, yeah, they're like one to two years experience. Well, um, how am I supposed to get experience if, if no I need experience getting... to get the experience? Like that makes no if sense. no one is letting me get experience, then how I am I understand. like? It just doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, definitely like the qualifications thing. I mean, and I, I even do that for like retail level jobs, like one to two years of retail. I'm like, first off, okay. Um, why do I need years of experience? Right. Okay, but whatever. Whatever. What do we have next? Um, we can talk about. Ooh, are we gonna end it off with this? Yeah, we're gonna end with single and fabulous. Is it possible? Like, is it possible to be single and fabulous? My opinion. Though. Yeah. What do you think? You go first, cause I have some strong opinions. And I have I some like... very strong opinions about this. You can be single and fabulous. Okay, so. When we were kind of talking about this on the train, I don't mean fabulous as I'm too good for everyone, mm -hmm. but you can have, you can look good, you can have your shit together, and you can be single. Like, you don't need a man to, like, prove that you're, like, you've got it together. You know what I mean? Facts. And you I feel like... You don't need a man like, to validate you. No. And I feel like you don't have to, like, you know, be at a certain point in your life to have a relationship you know what i mean like it happens when it's supposed say to it again for the men in the back <laughs> you don't have to be at a certain point in your life to have a relationship relationships come at all times of your life right. you don't get all your shit together and then all of a sudden god's like here's the perfect woman yeah. like it's not how that works and it's just so crazy to me i feel like this generation i could really go Ooh, on about oh my god it. we've got a whole another episode yeah like, we'll do this another day but whole another episode <laughs> like you definitely like i feel like single and fabulous is like i'm doing what i need to do to better myself so I'm looking good, I'm feeling good, whatever it may be under those categories mm -hmm. that make you feel fabulous, do that. You can be single and like be your best self. Um, I love that I can't like quote it word for word, but it's like about Will Smith and Jada. Oh yeah, he was like, I shouldn't yeah. be her happiness. Yeah. She should be happy without me. Yeah, like, basically like you're both happy apart. And, and when you, you just come add, together, you just add. And that's that how it should be because I have so many friends who if them and their boyfriend are fighting or they're just like down in the Yeah, and I'm and like life is terrible. Sis. Like, and I'm like, are you they serious? literally like <laughs> I've had friends who literally can't like continue their day because they're fighting with their significant other and I'm like Or like that like that anger <laughs> and stuff like transfers to the conversation you're having with them. Like Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm being such a mean person it's just me and joe are fighting i'm and like sis i'm like so, sis what joe and you got to do with me like right. I, I didn't we're just fight out here trying to have lunch <laughs> <laughs> like so it's just so crazy to me and i feel like you need to and i mean the people that i've and men especially that i've came encounter with these past few months like i feel like it's truly signs a sign from god him being like now is not your time like I'm not focused on that whatsoever, but I do want it. Like, I yeah, want it. I definitely and want it. it. I definitely want it. And I see people, and all my friends are getting married. And I'm like, I want that. Tell like, that's so it. cute. And when I see people together, I'm like, I want that. But I feel like God is, like, showing me through these people who I think maybe could be those people that they aren't because he's like, this isn't your season for that. Like, you need to be growing with your career and mm -hmm. your, your, your faith and, you know, where you want to be physically, mentally before you're 
worrying about a relationship and I feel like I'm like weeding people off because of that because I'm just like okay this isn't what I need to be focusing on and when you're at that season in your life God's gonna place the perfect person so it's like so hard not to stress about it because I'm like my time's taking I'm 25 they stress on us so much that like women are on this like biological clock you only have so much time right like and I just know me personally, like, I, I'm i like, I want to be a mom. So, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, I want to have kids. Like, if I was in I a, envision three kids. If I was married right now, I would want I would want kids right now. Like, I love kids, and I, I want to have kids. So, like, for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I want to have, like, three or four kids, so I want to mm-hmm. start having kids, like, when I'm 30. I'm like, that's <laughs> in five years. Time's ticking, time's ticking. Oh, I gotta hurry. But no, I feel like you can definitely be single and fabulous. Like, do your thing, girl. Be your best self. Don't be worried about if a man is stressing you out, he ain't you need the to one. Cut him off. He ain't the one. We and got we into were just this, talking like, about whole this. rut where we just, you know, accept everything. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm no. not accepting no cheater. No. I'm not accepting somebody that's stressing me out and mm. giving me pimples and yes. making me fat because we eat out all the time <laughs> and we don't like to work out and we just yes. Netflix in the house all day. Like, that is not healthy. That's very no. toxic. No, and like... If it's stressing you, it's not God. If it's, it's not working, it's not God. It's Allison not told God. me that weeks ago. If I, it's not working, it's, it's not, not God. It's cut it off. Cut it. Like, cut it off. If there are so many signs, if you're like fighting more than you're happy and you're trying to overcome the happy times and be like, but we're so happy and we're happy. Like, no. no. You should always be happy. No, like, obviously a relationship Even when is you're work. fighting, it should still be like, after the fight, it's like, dang, but I still love you. Right. You should never go to bed angry. Right. And I feel as, like, this generation, we were talking about this on mm -hmm. on the train right here, is, like, normalizing things that, like, aren't aren't normal. normal. Like, Like cheating. We're normalizing, like, serial cheaters. Like, well, every man cheats. False. Every man does not cheat. I don't know who needs to hear that out here. Every man does not cheat. Every man does does not have commitment issues. Cancelled. Every man isn't insecure. Like, I don't... Like, we're normalizing things that I just feel like... We're just, like, normalizing like bad behavior you know yeah like, like oh, oh he went out with his friend so he was being an ass like why well, why, why is he switching he, up when he goes his out character, with his friends? what we were just talking about yeah. like your character shouldn't change around certain people and if that's, that is what's happening you shouldn't be in a relationship because that's a you problem and you need to be working on yourself before you drag other people in the dirt with you like that, that, you need to know who you are and be yeah, secure in yourself before i don't you drag want somebody in that mess the ride. i'm not trying to be on the ride with you as you figure yourself no. out like that's just and that's the other thing too people are like yeah like i'm not building a man i'm done doing this that. is not build a man <laughs> Workshop. Build a bear workshop, build a man. Uh, uh, it ain't for me. It ain't, ain't me. it. That ain't it, Chief. <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it. It's not it. No, like I've done that, and I've just realized I've that's not that for too. me. It's not for me. I read this post, and it was like, sis, if he's not wearing a diaper, you can't change him. <laughs> You can't change him unless he's a baby. Literally, like you cannot physically change somebody. That has yeah, to come they're him. grown too, and you know, men. Maybe people it's forget that proven grown, that men literally take way longer to mature than us. So if you're, but I don't know, do they though? Because I've met young men who are married. 
No, you know I'm not I mean? saying that, but like if you think like you're gonna change him, you know, oh you know yeah, what I'm yeah. okay, like, yeah, in that sense, definitely. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's definitely young, mature men, but like if you're thinking, oh, I'm just gonna ride along till he's 35 because I'm gonna you maybe know, he'll no. change someday. No, like here I go being a hypocrite because I'm doing that with this person I'm talking to. Maybe he'll change someday. No, no, we're done. Okay, it's canceled. It's over. I I've, have. I've canceled uh, like. Literally so many people these past few weeks. You know how people have FOMO? I have FOLO, fear of letting go. <laughs> Same. I do too, but it's easy for me when I just know that it's not it. Like, if you have a little bit of hope that maybe that that's it, then you're like, okay. But if there's so many signs that's showing you it's not it, it's so easy for me. I'm like, okay, this ain't it. This men ain't have, it, like, chief. <laughs> men have this, like, Houdini superpower where it can make you, like, think that they've changed and, like... They're the same person. A year later, you're like, oh, wow, you actually didn't change. Like, no. It was just a quick fix. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, for me personally, I think you can be single and fabulous, but I feel like this is the issue. Oh, let's hear it. I know you're ready for this because this was your topic you chose. So you had a whole story behind it. Men are so insecure. Like, it's yeah. not even funny. Like, Literally, I have a lot of male friends. Like, I grew up on a lot of, like, I have a lot of males in my family. So, like, I grew up listening to these stories. And you literally will not believe, like, the things guys say about females. Like, it's the weirdest thing ever. Like, guys will literally sit around and, like, say, like, for instance, they're on Instagram. And they're, like, scrolling. Okay, so say we stumble upon Allison's page. We get on Allison's page. Allie has all these fabulous pictures. She's oh, living okay. the life. Like, guys are like, well, what she need a man for? Like, you know, she thinks she's too good for me. That's how men see it. Like, they we don't do. see it that way. I have literally had But they see it that, that way. It's like the weirdest thing ever. Like, it's I, the weirdest thing ever. I went to Vegas. I, just because I look cute doesn't mean I think I'm too good for you. I went to Vegas. Weirdo. And I kid you not, I had this guy that was trying to talk to me. And granted, I wasn't trying to talk to him because I just didn't want to talk to him. Like, I was just trying to enjoy my time. But he literally was like, oh, like, you think you're too good to talk to me? And I'm like, I just don't want to be bothered. Like, there's two different things. Like, right. I feel like men get so sensitive. And it's just like, you know, like, I just Sometimes we wish just want left didn't. alone. Yeah, like, Especially women don't want to be bothered with you. Oh, my God, like, catcalling and stuff. Like, I don't want to be bothered with you yelling alone. at me. I, it's 7 a.m. I'm going to work. I have my headphones in. Headphones in means don't talk to me. Like, I don't know who needs <laughs> yeah, to hear beautiful. that, but that is, like, the rule. How you doing today, beautiful? Oh, you look good today. I know I look good today. And Shut that's up. not trying to be vain, but I literally wouldn't leave the house if I looked a mess. Like... <laughs> I just wouldn't do that to facts, myself, facts, especially facts. living in New York. I feel like you look, you oh gotta gosh. look good going no, anywhere. I, you really do. You never know. When like you'll grocery store runs, I'm like putting on eyebrows at least. <laughs> like I have to, like I can't go without my eyebrows on. I'm just no, like. No, I'm so serious about that. At home, I would just be like, eh, whatever. I go like looking like crazy at home. But here, I'm like, you just don't know. I don't your know. husband on the train. Yeah, like you never know when you might meet somebody. And then like, I feel like. I feel like I hear this term single and fabulous like the phrase with a lot of people who are in relationships like it's like the weirdest thing oh you don't need a man to complete you but since you are booed up like you can't tell me that and you have a man and I'm still single like, yeah, like it's not I? the same we, yeah it's not the same like it's just not the same situation like because when you were single how were you maneuvering in your own lane but you still wanted that and it's like I feel like people in relationships tend to think they know all the answers and it's like you don't know anything like that's you, you you found your man and you found what works for you but that doesn't mean that works, works for, for me everybody. and that you know what 
I need and how I need to maneuver to, you know, acquire the specimen perfect for me. So, you know, I just feel like, I don't know. I think it all goes back to the people you have around you and like people knowing boundaries. Cause like you can tell somebody advice. There's a line between advice and like commands. Like there's a very thin line that people cross between like you should do something and you need to do something. Like they're totally different. And I feel like, you know, for a lot of times, like I'm not even going to like front. I used to give people advice, but it low key wasn't advice. It was like, this is literally what you need to do. Like if you don't do this. And then you're like mad at them. For and then I'm mad at them for not listening to my advice. Cause I'm like, I told you what to do. Why? It was advice. I didn't have to listen. I'm like, that wasn't the point. The point was you were supposed to listen. Right. And I literally started to figure that that wasn't the way when people were giving me advice. And I was like, I'm not listening to this. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Right. And it's just like, I don't know. I guess every dog has its day. And so I feel like it's possible, but I feel like for it to be seen in the light it's supposed to be seen in, men need to like grow up. Grow up. Because it really, guy. we're really not the problem. It's really the no, men. No, it like, really is. Like, really and I'm not even it. like that. Not like, even. I'm not, I get I'm not called sexist. out a lot about men bashing, but no. I'm not even trying to bash men. No. Like, I seriously think men like have a psychological issue. Like, <laughs> they're like literally scared of commitment. Yes. Like, and they think that if they're in a relationship, they're going to have FOMO. Like, fear of missing out. Like, I can't go. Go do what you want to do, but I can't go out because I got a girl. False. I like to go to the club, too. We could kick it at the club. Like, right. invite your friends. I'll invite mine. We could do our own thing and then do our thing together. Like, I feel like you have to find that balance. And I feel like a lot of guys just need to grow up. Like, and it's who they're you're 30 plus around. years old and you still can't text back or tell me that you're going to be busy and won't talk all day. Like, oh, my gosh. I could share a story, but I don't feel like I don't even want to get into. Yeah, that. we don't want to get. We'll into have to that. do. Like we can a do. Part two. We can do a part two when we just. <laughs> I have to do a part this. two because that is. We could like, just talk about our crazy stories. That's a whole like hour long. That would like, be funny. Story time. That would be funny. That would be funny. I have so many. Stories. I have so many. Stories. It's not even funny how many stories. I, I have, have a lot like, of stories too. I always just tell people like I need a TV show because you wouldn't imagine the things that happen to me. Like, if you guys listen to episode three, you already know some oh, crazy stuff happens to me with like. The AT&T and FedEx, like, it's just, it's a lot. Like, every, in my love life is even worse, so. Stop it. It's just like, name, it is not. It's just like, you know, we're praying. We're praying. It's going to happen in our time, in God's time. Facts. Facts. Well, thank you. You're this welcome. was great. We are single and fabulous, if you're Facts. Wondering. We are single and fabulous. That doesn't mean hit me up on Instagram. It's not what <laughs> Doesn't means. mean to slide in my DMs. It does not mean I'm looking. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Single and fabulous and... Doing my thing in my lane. Not looking. Yes. Thank you. Yes. But no, thanks for being on the podcast. Guys, Ali is the first person to guest star since I restarted the podcast up, and I'm literally so excited. This is such an honor. I feel so I literally was like, Do you wanna be like on my podcast? And she literally was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, don't cry. Please. I'm so emotional. I was like, I'm like, it'll literally be like us just talking, just recording. But that's so cool and it's such an honor. Yeah. And I'm so glad we met because like God is so good and he placed us together. So literally She's like my other half. We didn't literally even- right now because we're literally matching, but also <laughs> we just like we get each other we and we haven't even been friends for long. But like, it feels like I've known you forever. I know. It's kind of crazy, it but it's really so crazy. God. <laughs> it's so God, guys. It's so God. That should be like your tagline. Like if you were a housewife, like that would be your little it's tagline. So <laughs> it's not so good. It's so it's God. so God. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, guys. Well, that is going to conclude this one. episode. This is long. It's almost if you an stayed hour here this whole time. If you listen to this whole thing, 
I just might have to like do a giveaway soon. Like, like we should do a little like giveaway collab. I wanted to do a giveaway yeah, too. We should do okay, yeah. Stay tuned for the info on that. We'll get that popping. Yes. But yeah, like thank all. you guys for like tuning into this episode. Um I hope you really enjoyed it. Um we obviously talked about and many topics. Like we covered a lot of things, which is why this episode was called Not Your Average Church Girls. We are multiverse people. We are not just people that are into faith and fashion. We have a lot of other things that we're into as well. So, yes, thank you. And if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast so that you can be updated for when I upload a new episode. For all of you that don't know, every new episode is uploaded Wednesday at 9 p.m. Sometimes we have technical difficulties, so just stay up to date on the Instagram because I definitely let you know if something is just not going right and, you know, if we're not going to have an episode, whatever that may be. But yes, and if you haven't already, make sure you go over and listen to episodes one through four. And yeah, see you next week. Bye.